0: Welcome to Tropeful, a weekly look at how trope influences our understanding of our texts. I'm Cantor David Reinwald, and this week, we look at one of the most controversial portions in the Book of Numbers, Parashat Korach. Right at the beginning of this portion, Moses and Aaron are met by a group of rebels led by Korach, a Levite, who asks them... Who are you to be in charge of this community, and why do you have this power above us? Moses is literally taken aback by this threat, and basically throws the threat back at Korach and his followers, saying, All right, you test the limits of the power, and you see what happens. Moses does this in chapter 16, verses 6 and 7, telling them to offer fire to God and see who God chooses. Moses and Aaron certainly remember the episode of Nadav and Abihu offering strange fire and their horrible deaths. Don't you think Korah and his followers would know of this as well? Or has so much time already passed that this is out of their present consciousness? The impact of history clearly can fade over time. I am particularly interested this week in chapter 16, verse 7, and that's where we will remain in our tropeful perspective this week. While there are two other uses of the word "ash" meaning fire, in the subsequent paragraphs, in this verse, the word "ash" is brought out with an elaborate trope. You might remember it, the pazer. Pazer! pazer. However... That pause there on the word "aish" does not happen until after a pause. Listen. Utenu vahen aish. So the text says, and put in them in the pans of the offering. Pause. Aish fire. Is Moses reluctant to tell them to do this? Is he taunting them? He clearly has faith in what the outcome will be, but does he ultimately wish for their death? Perhaps this is not the entirety of the outcome he envisions. Could our Moses, the leader, Moshe Rabbeinu, really believe in a punishment of that severity? After all, Korah is a Levite. He does belong to the Jewish people and to the special tribe assigned to overseeing the functions of the Mishkan. Is Korah really an enemy of the people, or is he just ruffling some feathers looking for some answers? Don't we all do that sometimes? The strength of the trope in this verse is the heavy weight, the potency it gives to each of these words, both in its elaborate chanting of the word "ash," and in its silence beforehand. Once again, I am totally enlightened and amazed by the trope's power to say so much more than just what is left in those three words. I hope that you feel that power and weight too. Thank you for tuning in to this short episode of Tropeful this week, and please note, I will be off next week. When we read Parashat Hukat, as I am joining hundreds of Reform Cantors for our annual convention of the American Conference of Cantors. I hope that in the meantime, you can find your own incredible moments and that you can be tropeful.